Hello and welcome to the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio. I left my corporate job and became a full-time entrepreneur in just four months, and now I'm on a mission to help you do the same, to help you overcome perfectionism and build a profitable online business. This show is all about giving you the no-fluff takes on what's actually holding you back in your entrepreneurial journey and how to overcome it so that you too can confidently show up, sell out, and stand out online. Every episode is designed to give you a deeper understanding into the different aspects of entrepreneurship, business strategy, and mindset work, and include actionable tips that you can apply to start building your business today. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio, and thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. You guys, I am so fired up for this week's episode because we are going to be diving into all things personal branding. We're going to go into what a personal brand is, why strategic personal branding is critical to building an online business in 2021 and beyond, the five most common reasons perfectionists struggle with personal branding, and how to build a personal brand even when you create content and struggle with perfectionism. So we're going to go into all of this stuff. It is value packed, if I do say so myself. And I'm also going to be sharing, you know, my experience with personal branding and learning about it and all of these things as well. My journey really hopefully give you guys, a, you know, a lot of value that you can implement, but context into my journey so that, of course, as always, it helps you in yours as well. So let's just dive straight into it because we have a lot of ground to cover. So maybe you are at the very beginning of your personal development and entrepreneurship journey. You might have a vague idea of what personal branding is. You may have never heard those words before. Regardless, we're going to cover it all. So if you're like me at the very beginning, you know that posting content online is important, right? If you want to build an online business, you need to post online, right? Like that's the whole point perfectionists struggle with that a lot, right? That's a key. Like maybe you're sitting there thinking, I know I need to post online because I want to get clients for my business, but I hate creating content and I feel so uncomfortable. And what are people going to think? And my caption's not good enough or the pictures. And I just, I hate it, hate it, hate it. Right. Um, and I totally understand because that's where I was, as you guys know, right. And it's just really hard because you're in this spot where you know that you won't be able to achieve the goals that you have to build this powerful online business if you can't bring yourself to post content online. And when I was in the beginning of my journey learning about personal branding, I just remember thinking personal branding is going to be the key to my success. So for context, I stumbled upon personal branding at the very, very, very beginning. So I was learning about the strategic side of personal branding for about three years before I actually implemented any of that and started posting content online for myself because I just knew personal branding was my golden ticket. And I just remember thinking, I don't know what type of business I want to create yet, but when I do, I know that this is going to be so important. So I'm going to be learning it on the back end, And then I can just kind of fill in the blanks once I figure my life out a little bit there. Right. And so, so that was one piece of it too. But the other piece of why I struggled with personal branding, we're going to get into more of this uh, later, but it's the mindset piece behind personal branding, behind content creation that in particular really paralyzes perfectionists. 
And that's another piece of the journey too, where even once you have the strategy behind personal branding, you have to work through these mindset blocks. Otherwise you're not going to be able to implement the strategies. Same thing with everything else, but with personal branding, it's on a whole new level because personal branding is personal. It's even more intimate than all these other things. So it brings up our perfectionist tendencies that much more. And so it wasn't until I recognized where my perfectionism was showing up in the personal branding space of my business, learned to work through that, overcome it, work with it, what have you, that got me to where I am today, which is a community of almost 60,000 people at this point, which is mind boggling to say, speaking engagements, brand deals, coaching clients. And specifically with the clients, again, we're going to get into the details, but just to give you guys some context here, right? When I talk to clients and I'm signing clients, these clients, A, are my ideal clients. They're the type of person I want to work with. And usually 99% of the time, they already know that they want to work with me by the time they are in my DMs or we are on a phone call right? And that is because of my messaging. That is because of my personal brand, right? So if you're out there and this isn't to shame anyone or anything, right? We're all on our own journeys. And I was definitely this way in the beginning, but if you're out there and you're either not receiving any sort of messages about your product or service and, or the inquiries you get are from people that aren't your ideal client, it's very likely it has to do with your personal brand, the messaging you're putting out, your website, your Instagram page, whatever, that all everything that goes into your, your personal brand. Um, so that's just kind of my background with personal branding, why I, I'm so passionate about it, because it really has transformed my life in just the four short months it took me to go from no online presence to quitting my job to be able to do this full time. It's because of personal branding. That's only four months. I'm telling you, it's going to pay dividends into the future. I think that's the other thing. And I mentioned this, I think it was in the online misconceptions episode where I briefly talked about personal branding, where personal branding is a long game. Okay. Yes, I got results quickly, but in general, it's a long game and it's going to pay you so many dividends in the future. So if you can take just one thing away from this episode. Let it be that personal branding is so crucial. Doing it right, even if it takes a long time, is going to pay you back dividends into the future. So it makes sense to really spend time learning about and investing in this. So with that, let's end my monologue and just get into the value here. Um, So let's start off with what is a personal brand? And why is it so important? I love this quote from Jeff Bezos, which is, your brand is what other people say about you when you're not in the room. That's really what it is. Your online personal brand, it's more or less your reputation. It is the way people perceive you when they're reading your website, when they're watching your content, all of those things, the way they feel, that is your personal brand. And that is so important when you're an online entrepreneur, right? Because you really only have a few seconds, literally seconds to capture someone's attention and convert them, whether that's into a follower or whatever it is. And so it's really important that your messaging 
is clear. And what I often see is you, the person, the business owner thinks it's clear because it's clear to them because they have all the contacts, right? It's their business, but it's not clear to this potential client or potential follower. And that's where this misalignment is coming in. And so personal branding to me is creating that, yes, your unique story and messaging and who you are and what you do and who you serve. But there's also the element of aligning your internal clarity, which is I know who what I do and who I want to serve and all that and making sure that that is aligned with the external clarity that is perceived on your pages. And I love this quote from my mentor with personal branding, Brittany Crystal. And if you guys don't know her, Brittany is phenomenal. She is a personal branding expert. She has worked with Gary Vee, Marie Forleo, Tom Bilyeu, so many big, big names on their personal brands. And I've had the honor of following her journey since she started her business and working with her one-on-one. But she says, your personal brand is your business. And that is so true. Tattoo that on your forehead. Okay, don't, but get a sticky note and like put it on your mirror because it's really important, okay? And she also says, this is another quote from her too, which I absolutely love, which is, every industry has its authorities, decision makers, thought leaders, experts, and tastemakers. Why couldn't it be you? Why shouldn't it be you? And I love that so much because it's so true. It's so true. Why couldn't it be you? Why shouldn't it be you, right? I think that is just so powerful that there's so much space in this online world to really establish yourself as an authority and it will create so many opportunities, right? And the other thing I want you guys to understand about personal branding is that you already have a personal brand, whether you realize it or not, okay? Your personal brand, as we said, is your reputation. You have a reputation no matter what, think back to high school, right? It's kind of like that basic a little bit. It's just whether or not you are actively creating the narrative and capitalizing on the opportunities, or if you're not, you're just kind of letting someone else run the show, or you're not being very intentional with the content that you're creating, and then your messaging and what you stand for is a little bit up for interpretation, okay? So really ingrained that is that with personal branding, you have the opportunity to position yourself as a thought leader and expert for whatever it is you're doing, whether that means maybe attracting clients, attracting speaking opportunities, attracting book deals, job offers. And I know I primarily speak to people who want to become online entrepreneurs, but personal branding is important even in the corporate space. So Even if you're not someone who wants to do entrepreneurship, learning about personal branding and positioning yourself as a leader, even in the corporate world, will help you stand out and get different career opportunities. So it's really important no matter what, okay? And again, we're going to get into this later in the episode, but personal branding is especially hard, like I said, because it's personal, right? It's going to bring up beliefs around your values and your self-worth, because if you think about it, Why are you putting out content online? Why are you starting this business? Whatever your reason is, these reasons are tied to your deepest goals, your 
your values, what you stand for. And so when you're putting that out into the world, it's, it's personal. And especially as perfectionists, right? We want to be validated by other people. We are people pleasers. So we don't want to upset anyone. So it's really vulnerable. And it brings out all of these personal, uh, like perfectionist tendencies just in the creating content space, not let alone, it's going to bring up things when it comes to pricing, but that's a whole other episode. And I'm not getting into that today, but I see that there as well with my clients. So let's talk about that a little bit more in more detail, which is kind of move us into the five biggest reasons why perfectionists struggle with personal branding. So the first biggest reason, our favorite or my favorite, which is the fear of judgment, right? What if I put content outline and people judge me? I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Actually, I don't. I usually am. Probably why you listen to this podcast because I will always keep it real with you, but it's inevitable. And we've talked about this on the podcast before where it is inevitable that people are going to judge you. It is literally impossible to appease everyone in real life, just in general. So why would that be any different online, right? Think about even the people you love the most and the people you admire the most, even they have haters. These people who in your eyes could do no wrong and they're such nice, perfect human beings, they have haters. It's just, we're all different human beings. We're not all going to agree on everything and therefore people are gonna hate you even if it's not personal. And almost always it has to do with them and not you. Actually, always it has to do with them and not you, but it's part of the process. And that's really, really hard for perfectionists to wrap their heads around, right? Because of the people pleasing. We're also afraid of people judging, judging us um, because maybe we think we're not interested enough or that we're trying too hard, things of that nature. And so that's you know reason number one why perfectionists struggle so hard. It's that fear of what everyone's going to say and think about them behind their back because we require their validation to make us feel good, generally speaking. Um, And so you really have to get out of that narrative. The second reason why perfectionists really struggle with personal branding is imposter syndrome. You don't, if you're not familiar with the term imposter syndrome, it's a lot of self-doubt. Imposter syndrome is essentially feeling like you're an imposter in the way where, for example, for me as a business coach, it would, it would look like, who am I to coach people on overcoming perfectionism and starting their business? Like, I'm not perfect. Like, I'm not qualified enough for that. People are going to figure out that I'm not a perfect human being. And I don't know every single thing in the entire world about perfectionism in online business. And then they're going to call me a fraud. Like that is kind of, that's an extreme example. And I was being dramatic for effect, but it's that like self-doubt and feeling like you're not qualified to be doing whatever it is you're doing. To that, I say, number one, trust me, you perfectionist listening to my podcast that you know more than you think you do. Every single person that I know that struggles with perfectionism or, well, yes, perfectionism, but also imposter syndrome does not need to be struggling with imposter syndrome the way that they are. They're always qualified to be talking about whatever it is that they're talking about. It's the people who are like not thinking about, not not worried about what other people think at all, who just put random content out there that maybe 
should maybe reel it back. I can guarantee you, you're not that person. <laughs> okay. But the other pieces I want you to remember with personal branding, you are sharing your story and you're not pretending to be someone that you're not right? So that's the other thing. Like I'm not out here saying I'm the world's leading expert on perfectionism and online business. I've never once said that in my life. Actually, I often highlight the fact that I don't, that I don't know everything and that I'm still figuring it out. I'm still on my journey, right? So it's, you're not going to be an imposter when you're not claiming to be someone that you're not, and you're just owning who you are. And for context, as I say, you guys know, I'm very open. I'm not the world's leading expert. There are questions I'm not going to have the answers to on perfectionism or online business. I don't know everything under the sun. However, my honesty, my transparency, everything that I do know is what attracts my clients to me because I still can help them in their journeys. They recognize that because I'm a little further along than them. And that's actually what makes my business run. I I hope I'm making sense, but the point I'm trying to make is that you don't have to be a hundred percent an expert and know literally everything to do well. It's okay to just own where you're at right now because there's advantages to everything. If you're an expert, like you've been in your field for 10, 15, 20, however many years, that's great. Own it. And if you're new, own that too, because there are advantages to that that are going to help you stand out and make you some more qualified in certain ways to help other people. It's really important to understand that you have strengths no matter which side of the spectrum you're on. Okay. And that's another piece too, that I often help my clients with is that you're usually too close to clearly see how much knowledge you have and the value that you bring or that your stories are actually interesting because for you, you're sitting there like, well, this is common knowledge. Why would I post about this? Everyone must know about it. But in reality, it's not common knowledge. It's not common knowledge to your ideal clients. It's not common knowledge to the people that you are here to help and serve, but you can't see that because you're so deep in it. And that's why you see people who are even marketing experts, business-minded entrepreneurs who need help with that because you're just so deep in it yourself. You don't know how much you know. And so you think it has to be this huge, complicated thing when in reality, the things that are super common sense for you are going to help someone else, right? So that's reason number two. Reason number three is the fear of failure and imperfection. Um, So, you know, as I was saying before, I don't pretend to be a perfect human being. I'm imperfect. And that is a part of my brand. And that's why people enjoy working with me and enjoy my content because I am relatable. Um, The other thing with imperfection, especially as it relates to content creation with personal branding is around providing value. I think we often forget that value comes in more forms than strategic tactical value as in, um, for example, if you want to grow on Instagram, use these three hashtags, right? Value also comes through connection and vulnerability, which is arguably more important, but these are things that perfectionists struggle with because we want our content to appear perfect. We want ourselves to appear perfect. We don't want anyone to look at our content and have anything negative to say because we make that mean something about our worth. However, I am telling you 
that to create a powerful personal brand, you need both teaching content and connection content. If you only have teaching content, which is where I see a lot of perfectionists going, you what happens is you think I'm teaching people. I'm establishing myself as an authority. People are going to see how smart I am. And they're going to, of course, want to work with me. And if you are someone who has posted 100% teaching content, I want you to look at yourself when you're, if you're listening to me say you need more other types of content, connection content, things like that. And you're thinking, no, no, teaching is the way to go. And look at yourself, look at your business and be honest. How is that working for you? Because what happens is, guys, we, there's a lot of people moving into the online space. That doesn't mean the industry is so saturated and that you can't be successful. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's space for you. I am telling you, remember, keep in mind, I just got started in September. So it's not even like I've been doing it that long, right? There's still space, but you need to be able to stand out. It's not enough to just be another person regurgitating the same three different Instagram hacks, right? People need to know, like, and trust you to buy from you, to build a personal brand. They really need to feel like they know you. And if you're out here just spitting tactical strategies left and right, sure, they're valuable. Sure, they may think you know a lot about Instagram, but they're not connected and invested in you and you're missing out because of that, okay? And then likewise, if you're only doing content, like connection content, that's great. And they're really gonna feel like, you know, they know you, but you, you need to do the teaching content as well. So it's a mix of both, but often with perfectionists, I see it's leaning on the tactical teaching side. And that is because that content is invulnerable and scary. So I'm going to challenge all of you to put out more vulnerable content um, <laughs> in you know, the next week to really start engaging and connecting with your audience on a deeper level. And I think another reason why perfectionists fear this vulnerable content is because they are afraid of coming off as if they are unqualified or unprofessional. And I'm telling you, that's not the case. You can be vulnerable and you can share things that you mistakes you've made in your business and you're not going to come off unqualified or unprofessional. Now, that's not to say that you should be trauma dumping and using your content as your personal diary. Absolutely not. And it's important to be teaching from scars and not wounds. But just because you admit to having made a mistake doesn't make you any less qualified. In fact, I would argue it makes you more qualified. For example, if like, just going back to me, like my stories with my struggles of perfectionist is again, why my clients sign with me, right? Because I've said, I sat on the sidelines and I was so paralyzed with perfectionism for, for three years that I didn't start my business because I know what it's like to have that fear of judgment. I know what it's like to have that, hit in your stomach when you post content online. And then, and then when someone in your real life finds your content, I know what that feels like, right? Like all of these little, very specific things to perfectionists. I understand exactly how you feel because I was there not very long ago. Right. And I know how to navigate through it because I've done it myself. I've helped my clients. Right. But if I was sitting here saying, I'm hundred percent confident, I've never struggled with the fear of judgment. I've never struggled with all or nothing thinking. I've never been afraid of failure. Why don't you just post content online? Have your friends and family just follow you if you need followers. 
that content doesn't work for perfectionists, right? And I hope you, I hope what I'm saying is making sense in the way that my struggles are what qualifies me to help my clients. My struggles are what connects me to them, right? And so if I was just pretending to be this perfect human being who never struggled with these things, I wouldn't connect with them and I wouldn't sign clients and I wouldn't have a business. Because remember guys, we're running a business here. Yes, we want to provide value. And yes, we want to inspire people. But at the end of the day, we're running businesses too. And so that's a, another uh, another piece, okay? Uh, the fourth one, which again, I've alluded to, but is the people pleasing specifically. This one's probably gonna rock the boat a little bit, but a powerful personal brand repels people. This one makes perfectionists so uncomfortable, especially business owners, because they're like, well, we can help this person. Like, we could, I could do it. I, I'm good enough to, like, I can do that, right? Like, being vague in our offers, that's what I'm talking about here. Like, for example, just like super vague life coaching. Well, I can help anyone. That's great. But you, your, your personal brand, if it's strong, should have someone go to your page, your Instagram account, be able to look at your bio and within 10 seconds, understand if they're a good fit or not. That is how clear it should be. Again, this is triggering because people pleasing, this also a level of fear of missing out. But I'm telling you, profitable businesses and six-figure messaging, specifically also for people who are just starting out in their business, is not going to happen with vague, cookie-cutter, generic content that doesn't repel people. And when I say repel people, I'm not saying be offensive. Like That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is be clear on who you serve. For example, I serve primarily, like I serve women who struggle with perfectionism and want to build an, an online service-based business. If someone comes to me, even if they struggle with perfectionism, but they want to start a dropshipping business, I don't know anything about dropshipping, right? Like they're, they're going to look at my page and say, nope, content. Maybe her content, maybe I would enjoy, but for sure, like probably not for me, right? It's not like I'm out here being offensive, but it's very clear in who I serve to be like, oh, I identify with who she's serving and the content that she's putting out. When you're putting out vague content, you're talking to everyone and you're talking to no one. This is very triggering for perfectionists. This is very triggering for a lot of people in the online business space, I'm telling you, as counterintuitive as it is, you want to, with your personal brand, you go really specific in the beginning, and then you go generic. You are not the same as these like bigger name people, right? I'll see people looking at, well, Marie Forleo does this, and Tony Robbins does that, and Gary Vee does everything. He talks about marketing, he talks about shoes, he talks about wine. That's great. That's another sidebar, but another mistake that beginning entrepreneurs make is that they're comparing themselves. They're trying to copy what these other more established businesses and personal brands are doing. And I understand where you're coming from because you, you're like, I, and I've done the same thing myself. I've made these mistakes, right? There's no judgment, but 
you have to understand that because of where they are, they are afforded different luxuries. They can afford to be more general because they already have established their personal brand. When you're first starting out, you want to be the go-to for something, right? Um, let's say I want to um, revamp my closet. I want to be talking about it. And then someone who stumbled upon your, your content been like, oh my gosh, you should go to her. You should watch her content. You should hire her because she is someone who specializes in, you know, finding cute clothes for females in corporate environments where they have to dress formally, but still want to be cute. Like that is, that is what you want to be known for. Not just some, I'm, I dress everyone under the sun, right? Then you build out from there. But when you want to start your business and you want to start it quickly, being the go-to for something or someone in your industry is the fastest way to get there. That's how people have come to me because they're like, oh, you're the girl who talks about perfectionism. Yep, that would be me. So it's really hard because it triggers this like people-pleasing thing. We don't want to reject anyone or make anyone feel left out. But powerful personal branding repels people. You have to put out content that's specific to another person. They're also going to have to put out content that stands for something. Your values, your beliefs, your maybe hot takes and unpopular opinions because you're going to, there are people that are going to resonate and those are the people you have to think about. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent about this, but this is really, really important to understand. Um, and work through as you're building your personal brand. Maybe I'll do a whole episode on that. And <laughs> anyway, the fifth reason, fifth most common reason why perfectionists struggle with personal branding is because of the all or nothing thinking when it comes to posting on social media, right? I either have to be posting five times a week on Instagram or what's the point? Or if I don't you know, do this one crazy Instagram strategy that the guru said, then there's no point. So you end up inevitably getting overwhelmed, falling off the wagon, and then falling into the nothing portion of the all or nothing thinking. Because also what perfectionists tend to do is we're like, we want everything to be perfect from the beginning because we don't want failure. So how are we going to be successful? We are going to take the Instagram growth strategy or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish from all of the gurus. We're going to look at all the gurus. What do they all say about Instagram? Okay, guru number one says use these hashtags. Guru number two says use do this thing on stories. Guru number three says, you know, go live and do reels. And then you combine this so you have the super list. And then you're like, I have hacked it. I figured it out. I have the super list to growing on Instagram, but obviously it's incredibly long and overwhelming and it's not sustainable. And then we fall off and then we're not consistent and we don't show up on social media because of that. And that's really, really important when it comes to personal branding because lack of consistency does not create community and community is incredibly important with personal branding. Your personal brand is, yeah, what people think of you and it's the community and trust that you cultivate. So the all or nothing thinking really um, hinders perfectionists when it comes to building this, this personal brand. So with that, how do we start building a personal brand when maybe you don't like creating content and you struggle with perfectionism. So here, and I'm going to push you guys a little bit here, right? Um, Because if you are listening to this podcast, I know that you have a message that you want to share with people, right? 
you have a service that you want to deliver, but it's linked to a broader mission or impact that you're making, right? You have a story that you want to share. So if you hate creating content, you need to figure out what exactly it is that you hate about creating content. You need to get honest. Again, this is about self-awareness and not judgment. So why do you hate creating content? What emotions does creating content bring up for you? What fears, doubts, insecurities that you don't want to face, right? Is it because you're afraid of what people think? Like you have to get honest with yourself. Why do you hate creating content? And ask yourself a few times, why do I hate creating content? I don't like it. Why don't I like it? Well, I don't like it because it's boring. Or uh, Why is it boring? Uh, whatever it is. Ask yourself why a couple of times to get to the root, like root cause, okay? The other thing I want, is it because you just don't like Instagram? Whatever it is. The other question I want you to ask yourself is, do I hate creating content? Because creating content for me is hard. Perfectionists don't like things being hard because they believe effort equals inadequacy. So we don't like when things are challenging for us because we make that mean that we're not good enough. If I can't, just come out with these Instagram captions, then I'm just not good enough, right? And so we don't like it because it's hard, right? Is that the reason? Get honest with yourself, okay? The other thing I want you to ask you is what do you believe to be true about personal branding and content creation? Do you believe that you have to post every day, use all these crazy hashtags, do all of these things? Do you believe that you have to be on a very specific platform? For example, if I want to start a personal brand, I have to be on TikTok. TikTok's the place to be right now. Or if I want to do coaching, I have to be on Instagram. All coaches are on Instagram, right? What are you doing because you're quote unquote supposed to be doing it? And are you overextending yourself? Let's, let me dive into this because this is incredibly important. I need you guys to understand that there is more than one way to be successful. Yes, people have their methodologies. Yes, there are certain things that are important and kind of foundational to success. But especially when it comes to like personal branding and content creation, in terms of where you're posting and all of these things, you can be successful on any platform. So for example, if you hate creating content because you're like, I hate Instagram. Why are you on Instagram? Like actually, why are you on Instagram? Everyone works differently. Everyone has a modality that they are the most drawn to. When you're first starting out, this is my biggest tip for perfectionists to start getting into the content game, which is ask yourself this question. If I could be successful and build a powerful personal brand and profitable business using any social media platform, just one of them, so whether that's podcasting, that is Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever, Pinterest, which one would it be? Not what every guru and their mother is saying. If you had a magic genie and you can just pick one, you were only going to do one because of you just liked it the most, or maybe you hated it the least, right? Which one would it be? I want you to go all in on that platform and only on that platform. So if you just said, I I just want to do TikTok. Great. 
I don't care if you've been posting on Instagram, start on TikTok and go all in. This is some of my untraditional advice that has worked for me and is the reason why I'm here, which is start when you're a perfectionist. If you're struggling to show up online, you need to pick the platform that you have the least barrier of entry to, usually with the mindset blocks or or whatever you don't like, and just stay with that one until you have gotten the hang of it and you are successful on that platform. And when I say successful on that platform, what I mean by that is not vanity metrics and followers. What I mean by that is you are consistently showing up on that platform. Making content is easy for you or you have at least made it easier for you and you've gotten into a groove where it's not very challenging and brings up all these issues anymore until you can basically do it in your sleep. I want you to master one platform before you go to the other. There's a lot of reasons behind that. The biggest one being that usually with perfectionists, when things get hard, we want to switch. So if you're on TikTok and Instagram, when things get hard on TikTok, you're going to move to Instagram and vice versa. And so you're never going to make meaningful growth on either platform. And if you're objecting to this right now, because everyone else is like, well, I can't, I have to be on every platform. I want you to be honest and ask yourself, are you on every platform right now? Or even not even every platform, but just even more than one. And if you are, ask yourself, how is that going for you right now? Okay. And if it hasn't been going so well, I want to challenge you to just try the one. I know it's scary. We're like doing the put your all your eggs in one basket thing, but I'm telling you, focus on the one. Focus on the one. There's a whole rationale behind it. Maybe I'll do another podcast on it, but that would be my advice. Okay. And the other thing is too, um, again, a lot of these blocks are mindset blocks because you do want a personal brand. You have this message to share. So if you think about it, let's take a step back. I want to build this built business. I want to share my message. I want to reach people and help them, whatever it is, because that's why we're business owners. Like business owners, we're just, we're solving problems for people. We want to help people. So what about talking to these people are you resisting? A lot of it's the mindset work right? And yeah, sometimes, especially in the beginning, we have to do things, tactical things that we don't like. Maybe you don't like graphic design. I do not like graphic design. I am not good at graphic design. I've tried for so many hours. There's something in my brain that does not compute which colors and fonts look good together. There are ways to get around that, right? I still have to kind of do it. But for example, for me, I was like, okay, I don't like graphic design. How can I make this not as much of a barrier because I used to use that as a barrier, right? Well, I can't post because I don't have any graphics to post today. Okay. Well, how can I have graphics post? I went and I bought a bunch of templates. So then I just like plug and play and it's super easy. You can hire someone, a freelancer to create graphics for you. That's another thing. I also know that I'm not good about taking pictures of myself for Instagram. That was a big reason why I wasn't posting on Instagram at one point. So what did I do? I hired a photographer and then I had one day where this photographer took like 15 photos and then I had I had weeks worth of Instagram pictures and I never had to worry about getting dressed, right? So I want you to get also into the habit of when you're coming up with these things that you're like, I just legitimately don't like them. Ask yourself, how can I become less resistant to this? There's gonna be some things you just have to suck it up and do. I'm just, I'm gonna be honest with you, especially in the beginning, but ask yourself, how can I? Is there things that I can do to make this easier for me? Can I potentially outsource it? things of that nature. Okay. 
again, going back to you have a message to share. If you're having a lot of issues, I can pretty much guarantee it's mindset stuff. Um, so usually go back to that. Like, what about it? Is it like, am I resisting? Is it the fear of being seen? Is it the fear of failure? Like what part of me hates this and really digging deep um, into why, right? We, I need you to get clear on why you're not currently telling your story, what parts of you are hiding by either not sharing anything at all or hiding certain aspects of who you are, right? So maybe you're posting content online, but you're not talking about certain areas of your business because you're afraid of what people say or more so certain areas of your life, right? And you're doing this out of fear of what other people will say and think, okay? Again, if you're struggling with this, shift the perspective. You sharing your story can quite literally transform people's lives. Even in just your free content, you can change people's lives. I get DMs all the time that say, your free content changed my life because now I'm posting content online and I have this community. Now I'm doing this thing that I wasn't doing before. Now I understand that I'm a perfectionist in XYZ. And these are people that are just consuming my free content. They are not even the clients that I'm working with one-on-one. Okay. So when you shift the narrative and be like, okay, it is selfish of me not to share my story. I need to do this for those people. I need to serve those people and help them because that's what I want to do. It makes it a little bit easier. Okay. So that's kind of like the steps, right? So how to build that personal brand, like go through all of these things that we went through, re-listen to this episode, listen, look, listen back to the five reasons why perfectionists struggle, um, the all or nothing thinking, the people pleasing, the fear of failure and imperfection, the imposter syndrome, the fear of judgment, right? And journal, where are these showing up for you, right? Then ask yourself those questions of like, why do I dislike creating content? Why don't I like showing up online? Like, what do I currently believe to be true about personal branding and content creation, right? Get clear on all of that. From there, you want to build a story that authentically represents you and your business and and all your values and convey that with your audience. Share your story. First, you create impact, then the income comes, okay? And there's a strategic way to do that, of course, with mindset blocks, and that will probably come up, but that's the high-level steps. Get clear on what you're Get clear on what's holding you back, build your story, share it, okay? Personal branding will transform your life. When, um, I didn't say this earlier in the episode and I meant to, but it's really important to build your personal brand because it's gonna unlock a lot of doors, but there's so many people coming online now that without it, Your personal brand is your key to standing out and selling out and establishing yourself as a leader going forward. You need to have an authentic voice. You need to position yourself and your offers in a way that creates demand, that you're you're establishing yourself as, as an authority. Even if you're a beginner, you can still establish yourself in this way. And so it's very, very important stuff to be learning about and understanding and working on when you're building your business. Again, it's a long game. The sooner you start, the sooner you're going to have that success. Do not wait until you have every single thing perfect. It's not going to happen. Start building that narrative. Start building that story today. I am where I am today because of my personal brand. Full stop. I wish I had started sooner because I would have saved myself a lot of time and jobs that I did not like. So 
I hope you guys enjoyed that this episode and found it valuable. If you are someone who is looking to build their online business, build a powerful personal brand, like create offers, establish yourself as the go-to in your industry, but you're not sure how to do that from a strategic standpoint, which we didn't really get into in this episode was more along the mindset stuff. But again, also maybe you struggle with those mindset stuff. That is exactly what I work on with my clients. And I have two spots opening up for private coaching in September. If you're listening to this, when this episode drops on the 24th of August. So if you're interested in snagging one of those two spots before I close my private coaching, and then the prices are going to go up after that, DM me on Instagram and we can chat about it. You can also apply. There's a link in my Instagram bio and I will link the application in the show notes as well. But let's get you that personal brand and business. Let's work on this together. It is, it will just pay you back in more dividends than even just finances. I cannot even begin to articulate and I know how hard it can be. So uh, let's work on it together. Let's get you that powerful and profitable online brand and business that I know you want. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you found it valuable. If you liked it, please, please, please let me know. I love hearing from you. And if you, you know, feel called to share it on your Instagram stories, get the words out. It really, really helps me as a content creator and I appreciate it. And you guys more than, you know, with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode because I've been rambling for quite some time. I hope you guys have an incredible, incredible rest of your week. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.